<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not an I, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. Um, All right. So, let's see. Okay. We are recording. Okay. What in the world do you have in that joke? Got a lot of good stuff right here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, um, Um, just preface you about welcome to the makings of you. Welcome on Brenda. Um, yeah. um thank, I am, you. thank you so much for being with I'm me. I'm so privileged. This is just a privilege and an honor to be uh, with your aunt. I am the <laughs> one that's honored um, being with my auntie mom. Um, <laughs> trust me, I think a lot of people are looking forward to this one. <laughs> oh. Brandon, listen, they are because I've already got that from Shanae and Angela. I mm-hmm. said, well, I don't know why. <laughs> well, you know, they, they, you heard theirs. And those, you, so I can yeah. you listen to the makings of you. This yeah. is going to be almost the same exact questions. Um, okay. I, I, I got to do a number of the people I've interviewed or had on the makings of you. It has to be at least 50 right now. And, oh, wow. And I love hearing their different perspectives, their personalities, their behaviors, their lives. Because right, right, we do, we do the makings of you. Because when we have you let back on later on in the future, it's gonna it's gonna give our viewers a little bit of an insight to who you are. So this is the yeah. makings of Brenda Simmons. So okay, it is no wrong answers here. This okay. is all about you. Okay, this right. is a perspective. So whatever you, if you feel comfortable, uncomfortable uh, with the question, you don't have to answer it. Or okay. you, if you don't, if you don't know the answer of it at the moment, just tell me. We'll come back to it later on. So yeah. once again, same questions. You know, we, well, once again, I may go into a little bit more detail about some questions, but other than that, it's just mm-hmm, a conversation no between problem. you and I. Um, okay. Tonight, so this morning or this afternoon, I am drinking um, a little bit of Ray and Nephew rum. Um, Panamania, Panama rum, and oh my gosh, I can't even think of the coconut rum, something like that, and some pineapple and ginger ale. So, oh wow, wow, oh, that's a little much, son. I know, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but we enjoy, we enjoy. So, yes, welcome, Auntie. Welcome. Um, first question Thank we have you, here, son. first question I have for you right here How would you describe your culture? 
Well, how I would describe my culture is, uh, well, I'm going to say it uh, right now. Um, well, I'm just a black woman that raised three children alone. And then uh, I later on down the road when I got rid of them, <laughs> I, I got one more. So I have raised uh, four children alone. Oh, oh, let, me, uh, let, me, let me rephrase it. How would you describe your people? My people. <laughs> Do you want me to really answer that right now? If we can come back to it. Yeah, we can come back to okay, it. We'll come I back have to really it. think about how I describe <laughs> my people. <laughs> but hey, it's everything culture. And so that, that's yeah, what we do. Yeah, yeah. Um, how would you describe yourself? You was going into it just now, um, with your raising your four children. Um, so how else would you describe yourself? If you had to tell someone describe yourself to someone that never met Brenda Simmons before, how would you do so? Well, uh, growing up, I was raised with a twin. I have a twin sister. I had a twin sister mm -hmm. up until three years ago. And um, she is now deceased. And that's been one of the hardest things uh, in my life that I've had to deal with other than the loss uh, my parents and my older sister, Winnie, and my youngest sister, Denise, and my brother, Burl. Mm. Um, I've had a lot of loss, but, you know, I thank God I didn't have these loss until I was grown. Mm -hmm. uh, and some people uh, experience this early in life, but God has blessed me to grow up with my siblings and enjoy them okay. and uh when i think about all that god has done for me and my family i can't help but just give him all the praise um he's given me the ability to be able to to work hard and go to work every day and not be ill and take care of my family Sometime I will be about giving out, but I wasn't going to give up. So there's, there's a big difference there. Okay. Um, okay. But my daughter, uh, number one, Tanya, she has uh, three children. Mm -hmm. And let me see how many grandchildren. Ooh, you know, we go, we go come back to that. Cause I'm, I'm, okay. I'm gonna ask that soon. Trust me, you about to go down a whole. Okay. You know, I, okay. I was, I was doing this the other day. <laughs> you know, right. I was like, Ooh. I no said, problem. you know, I, we, we got to make our family tree again. Um, yes, yes, absolutely. So, if, just like you take the census, and sometimes when you go into the DMV and things of that nature, you know, they have some boxes that you go check off. Yes. What do you check off? What do you identify as? Um, what do I identify as a strong black woman? Strong black woman. Love it. Love it. Love it. Now, this is a question I ask everyone as well. And what is your zodiac sign? If you know it. Aquarius. Aquarius. As I said this before, but we got quite a few of y'all in the family. You're um, right. Right. <laughs> good people. Good people. Just give you their heart. Give you their last. 
Um, it is kind of going to now. This is more in depth what he's going for. Um, how would you define your childhood and your upbringing? I had an excellent childhood. I was raised with, like I said, I was raised with a twin and another sibling, 13 uh, months younger than my twin and I. And I have a brother that was eight years older than I was Mm -hmm. and a sister that was 12 years older and we had a baby sister. My parents were old when, you know, they were elderly when they started having children because I guess that's why I took this from my mom raised, helped raise her siblings when her mama died. So uh, I just believe in, in, in family and values and taking care of your own. And uh, Brenda, you, you are one of the uh Conspicuous, uh, conspicuous. Oh, uh, <laughs> you got a whole tangle up here. You, uh, when I decided to take you, it was I had no uh, qualms about it. I mean, it was just something that I knew I had to do right. because if you got in trouble, I'll have to get you out of it. Okay, but no problem. But you know, and, and if you could remember when I took you in, I said, Brandon, we you you come stay stay with me, live with me, and you stay until you grown. Mm-hmm. But I ask that you don't get in trouble and don't and you sure don't act a fool at school, because if you do, I will come and embarrass you in front of the class. And uh and you never we'll had whip to do it. it. With with a whipper. No, and I never had had to do do any of those things. And I never had to pick you up out of jail. And I thank God for that. Let me tell you, um, once again, this is the makings of Brenda. Please, please care about a little bit, uh, a little bit so we can see your beautiful face. I know if it's wearing you out, it's it's, okay. I understand. uh, I was trying to see if, well, I don't have a tripod, but. It's fine. It's fine. You know, no, it has to be. People are going to be hearing this more than anything else as well. Um, but I want to, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to go back and go back to the questions. Um, but I, I tell people who listen to the show, I remember when I went to go live with you and you said it's in the living room. Never forget, you gave me three things. It was like, you don't, um, don't get in any trouble. It's helping the truth when you know you didn't get in trouble with something. Yep. Don't get I no did. girl pregnant. Right. And don't go to jail. Those are like the three things that you told me. Not Main thing. Boom, boom, boom. I would never forget. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I haven't gotten in trouble. I ain't told you the truth when I got in trouble. Yep. Um, I still ain't got a woman pregnant yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Still, still I'm still waiting on my yet. grandbaby. They'll be here before I, you know it. Just get oh, ready. Just keep getting ready. And, and it's going to be twins, I'm sure. Hey, we, we, whatever God blesses with, we'll be God. Yeah, he gonna, God's going to bless you with twins. But back back to you, Auntie. Um, if you Would you mind sharing what year or what decade you were born? When did you come up? Uh, I was born in uh, the 50s. The 50s. Okay, okay. The 50s, yes. 
And coming up in the fifties, what was and and it kind of goes into the next. That was doing segregation. Yeah, oh, segregation. Okay, yeah, and trust me, it was me. doing segregation, and uh, we were uh, we grew up. Now they call it the colored school, but back then it was St. Louis School, and it was not the. Uh, school for children with uh, problems. It was just a regular school at that time. And uh, after we graduated from sixth grade, we went on to uh, A.T. Stewart Middle Mm -hmm. School uh, from the seventh through the eighth. And then we went to Emma Scott from the ninth through the twelfth. In Miss Scott, we had a choice. They it was segregation time, and they bust us. Um, and my twin and I did not want to go to Robert E. Lee, and we expressed that to my daddy. Anything my twin and I told my daddy we didn't want to do, we didn't have to do it. So we just my dad bought us a car that we argued over. <laughs> I've heard about it. <laughs> My twin would get up in the morning. She couldn't drive. She didn't have her driver's license. So she would take the key. So my my mom and dad would be gone. And uh, when we go out to the car, she would have the key already. I said, oh, my God, we got a ride with her this morning. So <laughs> <laughs> we never told it on her or anything until she had a wreck. And ran in the back of somebody. Oh no! Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, she had to wreck. Well, we had to tell the truth. Understand? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. You had to let it go right there. Yeah, we had to let it go. Okay. So coming up, what were the roles of your parents in the household? Uh, my mother was uh, and father were both breadwinners. My mother was a nurse. A UT Health Center, now UT Health Center. Mm-hmm. Back then, it was uh, oh, Camp Fanny Chess Hospital. It was called the Chess Hospital. It was a, uh, at one time, it was an army base or some for the, um, and, and, and then they changed it and made a hospital out of it. and. They had a lot of nurses. It was the main, one of the main hospitals other than Mother Francis and Medical Center. They were still uh, in business. Mm, I never knew that. Yep. We had that hospital as well. And that's where Stale worked for a while. But my mother uh, was a nurse also at what you call... um, Medical Surgical Clinic. It's no longer in existence. They tore it down years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, the doctors got uh, their own offices. Those that didn't get their own offices start working out of the hospitals. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, on Saturday mornings, our duties were, as look, my, my mother girls' uh, duties were, and it was Gwen myself and Sharon 
was to clean up. I mean, my mother would give us so much to do. Oh, and we're going to come back to that. We'll come to that. We'll come back to that. That's a question we're going to have. I'm glad you leaning right into it. Uh, so what did your father do? My father owned his own business. He was a dirt contractor. He hauled dirt. And in most of the houses that are built in the Azalea district, my dad uh, did the slab spur. He worked yeah. for Upton Bell, who was a uh, prominent builder here in Tyler. Uh, but he had his own business. He had a dump truck and tractor. And that's uh, and made us a great living. I mean, mm. we thought we were rich, mm. to be very honest, because we didn't never want for anything. You know, if 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 we asked for it, my my mom uh, would say, "Ask your dad." So if we asked our dad, we knew we were getting it. <laughs> so <laughs> I had a I had a great parent. Both of them were just wonderful. Wow. Um, and I love hearing that. I hear so many stories. And we'll, when you come back on in the near future, we're, we're going to talk more about that as well. And okay. You, you mentioned your siblings. And, you know, I'm going to go down with you. You have your oldest sibling, which is our Aunt Winnie. Well, my Aunt Winnie, your sister Winnie. Right. Yeah, um, my sister. Then you had your brother Burl. Right. Then it would be you. Right. Then Gwen. Uh, Gwen. Uh, your sister Gwen, Gwen. Your twin. Yeah. Yes. And what you say, what, 16, 20 months later, 16 months later? Was uh-uh, 13 months. 13 months later, we have Aunt Didi, your, your sister Sharon. Right. And then was it, what, how many years? Um, with my mom? Your mom was eight, eight years, of, I think, as I well. Think. After, 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 after that, not far from uh, uh, oh, yeah, sister Sharon. So, and mm-hmm. that was Marguerite or Denise. Yes. So they that, had that. five girls and one boy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow, wow. wow. That's what my daddy said. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it, it just seemed like growing up was just so many more y'all. So, <laughs> nah. <laughs> but much love. Well, that's and- because we had uh, my dad's sister, Aunt Jolly, living next door. Mm-hmm. And her kids would be with us all the time. I mean, and then my cousin, uh, Carl Anthony, who we call Mae West, he mm-hmm. went with us everywhere we go. So he was like a brother to us growing up. Mm-hmm. So very tight so, knit family. It was a with- tight, very tight knit family because we were just in the same neighborhood. My grandparents lived in the first house and my Aunt Jolly, my dad's sister, lived in the second and we were in the third house, and we would. Ju- and when I tell you, we were one big happy family. My dad and his siblings were thick as thieves. They were close. You, you oh, got your finger on your phone. That's about to say you I keep know. cutting your face off more and more. But it's fine. I, it's fine. Um, well, I'm trying to keep it uh, going because maybe next time I have a trap on. Bad question. So, where did you grow up? I grew up in Tyler, Texas, in the community of Clayton, mm-hmm. which is, uh, we grew up on the, uh, we lived on a road back then. It was called Possum Trot Road. And yeah. today it is called Callaway Road. Mm. 
Oh, and I tell when people listen to this, when I try to tell people, I'm my family little country. When they hear we lived on Possum Trot Road, yeah, Possum Trot like, Road was the name. <laughs> <laughs> I think they take it all. And, okay. and uh, we had a little country church. All it was uh, our family church, uh, it, and we all go to that. Was it always? Was it shallow? I know in Clayton. No, 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 Clayton. no. Now my mother was Kojic, mm. and my dad was Baptist. Okay. My and the Baptist up. church was the family church, my daddy's family's church. And my mom went to the to a church on the next road. Um so I found that that's new to me today as well. That is absolutely new. Okay. To me. Okay. Where do you consider home? Uh Tyler, Texas is really home for me. Okay. Okay. Uh, we moved in uh, on 155, which is the Frankston Highway mm-hmm. in Tyler, Texas. Um, I'm trying to think of the year. Uh, in 1967, because we didn't want to uh, go to Robert E. Lee. They were busting back then, so uh, we couldn't even ride the bus because we lived too close to Robert E. Lee. Mm. So my dad purchased a car for us yeah. to drive back and forth to Image Scott, Y'all about which to say. is y'all great even... school. <laughs> Yeah, it, man, I, and I would say y'all moved. Uh, I, that was Zone Two Lee. Now these days, I know that for sure. Um, in St. Yeah. Louis, and I'm gonna ask you this question. I'm gonna ask this question later on in the future as well. If you don't know the answer, why okay. is that neighborhood called St. Louis? It was St. Louis when we moved to it, so we. I really don't know. But, okay, that's, that's uh, in the future when you come back. I I'll know because now that's why I go to church at St. Louis St. Baptist Louis. Church. So but it's the neighborhood. there. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I, I really want to know why did, and I try yeah. to Google it, but why did they yeah. call the neighborhood St. I'm going to put it on Facebook soon. I bet well, that's just like, why do you call the neighborhood we grew up in Clayton community? I heard, this is what I heard. The reason why it's called a Clayton, because it had all the red clay around. Now, that's the truth. It did have plenty <laughs> of red clay, because we would eat it. We would eat that clay. Uh, we, we talked about this on, I don't know if it was an episode of one of our lives that we have on Sundays, but uh, I know me and Afton will talk about it. And people, you know, people still eat red clay. People still do mm. it. And I so, wouldn't eat it now. There's <laughs> too much going on in the world. <laughs> hey, I ain't going to argue with you about that. Well, I'll just let <laughs> you know people still do it. Because trust me, when people I like, because people hear you eat red clay, they used to say they had nutrients and all that part of it. And it was very part mm, of the, have. and it was part of the indigenous community, the Native Americans. Yeah. So, but hey, you know, things change, things evolve, but hey, yep. people just don't know. But I love hearing these. And yeah. Now you 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 were touching on it a mo- earlier. You were touching on it a moment ago. But what chores did you have growing up? Oh, we shelled peas in the summertime and washed them for my mama to put up. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We weren't allowed to 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 put them up. Uh, she did that, but we hated shelling peas so much. We sit on the front porch and there were little 
slats on the front porch that had cracks in it. Mm-hmm. And they would buy a couple bushel of peas. And they know, they knew how much you would get out of a bushel of peas. But we would be so lazy, we dropped some of them peas down through those cracks. <laughs> not, not knowing we were going to get beat after that for throwing away <laughs> food. That was food and good food. We were responsible for cleaning up, and that's why we all keep clean houses. We, we mopped. We washed. My mother taught us everything, including how to cook. When we grew up, when we were old enough to get in the kitchen with her, she'd show us how to cook different dishes. And the main thing all of us wanted to learn, and I'm the only one that learned it growing up, was to cook her cornbread dressing. Because mm. she made the best cornbread dressing ever. So we would um, also uh, have to clean, keep the yard clean. I mean, they worked us. <laughs> my dad, my dad would work on Saturdays, and some of these houses that he would have laid slabs for needed grass as well. The yard sorted; they call it sodden. Mm-hmm. He would uh, pick up a pallet of, of uh, St. Augustine grass and we'd have to plant it in them folks' yard. And I remember one incident where we were at the Brookshire's house down at the lake. Like and The Brookshire's Brookshire's or just uh, Brookshire's? The Brookshire's, the owner of Brookshire's. We were at their house. Get out of here. Okay. And their kids and I, and we, we're all about the same age and we would play with those kids. Well, <laughs> They were out there and we were playing, throwing rocks and stuff and throwing uh, things in the lake. Well, when my daddy came, had gone to, to pick up something, when he came back, we wasn't finished. But when we got home, we got <laughs> rep- <laughs> we got reprimanded for that. <laughs> okay. but l- like it or not, and 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 the I'm trying to think of uh, the first, and that might have been the first whip that I ever got from my dad. My dad was not the disciplinarian. My mother was. Mm. My mother, she didn't that she didn't hold back. She make you want to run away from home. <laughs> so okay. <laughs> hey, uh, once again, welcome to the makings of Brenda Simmons. Seeing all my aunt Brenda, um, whoever knows, this is Mr. D713 with everything culture. Ooh, when I tell you something that's been um concurrent <laughs> like throughout these interviews, okay, is that my grandmother did not play. She um, didn't play, baby. I'm I'm saying that, and that was the next question. It was like, how were you disciplined growing up? Uh well. Um, I'm trying to think. It was Mr. Uh, uh, Bozo. Bozo is was the man name. Bozo would go in the woods, cut switches, and go from house to house to see who all needed a switch. Now, this is the truth. Bozo always said, uh, uh, Sister Johnson, do you need any switches today? And my dad said, if you don't get the hell away from here, I'm going to whip you with them switches. 
because my daddy didn't like for my mama to whip us. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so this is not our uncle bozo, right? No, 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 no. This, this a whole was an old person. man. Yeah, they lived okay. down the road from us. Okay. He was an old man. He didn't what? have a, a wife or a family, uh, anything. He lived with his uh, sister and her husband. How did y'all treat Mr. Bozo? We couldn't stand Mr. Bozo. These <laughs> well, I ain't gonna say these kids these days. It would have been me and my friends too. We would have gave Mr. Bozo hell. <laughs> Mr. Bozo, Bozo. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, That's you, true. you doing what? <laughs> <laughs> you doing Mr. What? Bozo be bringing my mama switches, trying to sell them. I said, you and you're not gonna sell them either. Okay, and for the people who's listening to us right here. I'm gonna try. To, I may put a picture of what a switch is because some people don't know what a switch even is. Okay, you are know, you serious? Until you know that things change over the time. People, you and know, definitely. She did not whip it with whippers with belts. I remember one incident where I got a whipping with a belt, and I nursed that whip all day because they put a whip on my leg. I'd rather and have. I'd rather have a belt any day over a switch. Oh, uh-uh, uh-uh. not. From stale. I'm talking about stale whipping. <laughs> okay. So when daddy came home, I was I eased out the door and showed it to him because I know he was gonna be mad because mama didn't put a whip on me. So he came in the house and said, Stale, this girl told me that I didn't want him to say, I told him. I wanted him to say something like, I say she got a a mark on her. What happened? But he didn't come in like that. He said, this girl showed me this whip you didn't put on her leg with that belt. Why you whip the kid like that? And, and my mama told him the same thing he told Bozo. If you don't get out of here, I'm going to whip you with that belt. <laughs> oh but they God. didn't. Oh my goodness! Okay, they did. Man, I, <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all, y'all don't be a bozo. That, I mean, that, I'm gonna look like no. <laughs> don't be a bozo because I can't tell whatever you, know, you do the amount of hate I would have for that man if somebody went Ooh. around just supporting. You know, put this like put yeah, you, you you putting gun putting guns in people put bullets in people's hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you put it in my grandma, in my mama's hand, it was like oh putting a bullet in there. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Okay. I remember one t- one incident when we stole uh, the car. That was before we were driving, and they were gone, and they didn't even know it. And we had it was always Gwen. Gwen would always instigate things, and me and Sharon would go along with it. Of course, we picked up a couple of more of our friends and neighbors up the street. They were with us, and we went to the store. We didn't have, wasn't no gas in it. We stopped at Mr. Copeland's <laughs> store and put 25 cents worth of gas in that car. Right. Think of 25 cents worth of gas Man. in your car now. Go you could barely cut it off. <laughs> Go spit in the tank. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And we cut it off, and they didn't got the uh, somehow Gwen got it was a push button. She got the push buttons all screwed up, and and we couldn't get it to start. So we pushed it across the road and let it roll down the hill like we have seen in the past. 
And then jump, try to jump start it. And we couldn't get it started. So we were crying because we were afraid to call home. What so age was this? We were probably about eight, nine. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, eight or nine oh, years no. old. Oh, yeah, no. oh, yeah. Oh, We've been driving, no. I think, all of our lives. My daddy taught us how to drive his tractor, and that was it. That was a woo. That was it. Anyway, we called John Edward, our cousin John Edward, who is older than us. And John came to our rescue. Well, our other cousin, who we call Mae West, Carl Anthony, he beat us home. He ran all the way home to tell it on us. And and your uh, grandmother was waiting on us. <laughs> when, when we topped that hill on the way home, we could hear him hollering. Ask, here they come, Estelle. You know, we knew then we were in big time trouble. Oh my, my mama, now she really got us. I am so happy I am doing this. I, hey, you, you know, this, this is for everything culture, but this is for me more than this is for my family more than anything else because I'm just listening. I'm just like, wow. The the, the 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 cycle. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Y'all never oh, got a whipping like I said when I had kids, I never whipped them. I but wasn't. I had to. Mm, mm. Oh, the, them girls oh. had to get it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't never get a whipping, Brenda. But them I, girls had to get it. You know, I was thinking this is making a Brenda, but I was like, man. <laughs> I was I think back now, like I really didn't compare to other people in the family. I really didn't mm-hmm. get Whippings, you know, <laughs> I, I got it, it, it. And unfortunately, every time I got a whooping, I was like, you know what? I, really, I, I was that's my problem with my mouth. That's the only thing where I would give me the whooping because I would say, Do I, you, you really need a whooping right right now, really, for that? I'm like, <laughs> and, I, and I'd be like, Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you was a smarty mouth. I know, unfortunately, <laughs> that, that was my you favorite. and Anki. We'll we, we come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> so um what were and what are your beliefs well my beliefs uh when it comes to my my children is to raise them the christian way my children uh like you've heard uh the phrase i was drug i was on i was drug all right i was drug to church drug it from morning and then we went back in the afternoon. Uh, we were Church of God in Christ. They, they didn't know how to let you go. Uh, they'd have church until my daddy would come up there and say, now still, my kids got to go to school in the morning, so they're going to come on home. Mm. Then we'll go home. But me raising mine, I did not do them that way. A certain time of evening, a night, if church went over, we tipping out. They want, I mean, they love to go to church because we had a good, back then when they were going to church with us, this is after marriage, uh, they loved our church. Mm. And they were in everything that there. And I was telling them um, one day, it's, you know, it, and, and they were in uh, the band at school. And um, I had a, two clarinet players and a flute player. The flute player was also a drum major, Shanae. Angela and 
Yep. Yeah, y'all her. heard the makings of Shanae. Y'all know Shanae. <laughs> if y'all if y'all haven't listened to Shanae yet, y'all go listen to her episode. <laughs> Angela and Tanya blew the clarinet. Hmm. And um I remember getting ta- getting a car for Tanya when they were in high school so she could kind of help out with picking the kids up from school because I, I had extra jobs mm-hmm. to survive, you know? And my children could never tell you that they came home and their lights was out, the water was off, the gas was off, or nothing was, or, or nothing was repossessed. Because I try to keep it real and I taught them the same thing. You got to work hard and pay your bills because there's one thing you want and that's excellent credit. So I asked my daughter, oldest daughter, will you go get the kids because I'm not going to get off in time to pick them up. And she told me that was her call. And she didn't want Want to go get them that evening. I'm not going to get them. They're not going to drive in my car every time I look up. I don't have to get them. I said, oh, okay. I'll see you later. When I got home, the keys came back to me and the car got parked. Mm. And the car was parked, I know, a good month <laughs> before she could drive it again. So I tried to teach them to take care of each other as well, like we were raised, Mm -hmm. you know, and love one another. You know, you you can't ask for no more than that. I mean, you could ask for more, but that's the most important. And that's what I'm going to say. What's your priority in it? Yes. That's all I love what you value. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Auntie. Okay. Our next question. If you can recommend to anyone, you know, people you know, people that you love, anyone, what could you recommend? What book would you recommend? What movie would you recommend? And what TV show would you recommend? Wow. Book would be. Ah, I'm ready to butcher. I can't tell you. Which book I'd recommend? I got some in the drawers in there. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, movie uh, Color Purple. <laughs> you, you hey, me. hey, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I'm gonna cut y'all. Y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? Okay, then. <laughs> y- y'all see why I'm the way I am right now. All right then. Okay. <laughs> if you you don't you don't know, Auntie, you don't know. But they know. The people who listen, they know. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh well. I'd be worrying them out about the color purple. I like that's my favorite movie. And it's because yeah, of y'all. I mean, it's because of y'all. Yeah. Y'all I've watched the color purple so many times in my life. I can't help it. But I, and it's I, probably I, your Uncle Burl. He watched oh, it I know. every night. Yeah. I have it on VHS. I have it on DVD. <laughs> I have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> I have it digitally digitally saved. I have it I on so many different ways. I can I can watch the color purple right now and be like it ain't nothing. <laughs> and every Excuse time me. I watch the color purple, I find you out see something, something different. Like, right. That's like, so I do I. Whole, I just did a whole skit about if I got kidnapped and people was holding me for ransom, they would return me because I wouldn't stop talking about the color purple. Simply. <laughs> 
That is, uh, what else you ask? Oh, which uh, show that you would recommend? Uh, my favorite show would be Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune, okay. I love to watch Wheel of Fortune. Okay. And uh, what else? My book. Oh, wow. I, I, I'm going to come back to the book. No problem. Well, I, I'll put it in my hat. Um, yeah, because I have read so many good books, too. I don't know which one I would choose. What has been an impactful moment in your life? Impactful moment in my life? Yes, well, I'm going to tell you, to be able to get a decent job. Mm. I've never been without a job. I remember I, I started off working for uh, uh, a place uh, where they, when I was in a high school, where they made uh, stadium seats, and I lasted until break time. And I tell them, this is not the me. I, I can't do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were telling me, Oh, uh, Johnson, you need to hurry up and, and, and get that. And that was a mess up. Oh, no. I said, well, you know, I'm not the one y'all need. I'll see you later. And I hit the clock and left. <laughs> I've had a couple of those. I've had a few of those. <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't want me. Then I left there and I worked at Mother Francis Hospital mm-hmm. for a while in x-ray. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember one night uh, I was at x-ray school and uh, I was on call and they wanted me to x-ray somebody. And that person was, well, I, I don't want to talk about that one. That, that wasn't a good thing, good experience you're for me. Fine. You're fine. I understand. <laughs> I understand. That wasn't a good experience. But anyway, after that, I went to work for, uh, oh, who else? I quit Mother Francis because I didn't like the way I was treated there. And I started to work for the Cotton Belt Railroad. And I worked for the Cotton Belt Railroad eight and a half years. And at one point there, I had, um, I loved that job. It was good. Um, and I had a, a friend, Maxine Marshall. She sat behind me. Mm. And I believe she is a, one of the reasons my neck bothered me today because she talked all day. She just talked. So I'm turning around trying to hear what she said. <laughs> and I'm serious. Because in the eight and a half years, you can imagine somebody going 100 miles an hour when you try to hear what they say. Well, we love nuts. And she would bring pecans or peanuts or I or vice versa. And in the afternoon when the uh, janitorial service would come in. <laughs> y'all did not make a mess in there. I hope y'all did. We, we got in trouble. Y'all should have got in trouble. Right? <laughs> it, it was Maxine. It wasn't me. <laughs> I got but to it, check it. But, 
<laughs> but anyway, that was one of my experiences. And I worked there until they transferred me to San Francisco. Uh, and at that time, I was a single parent. Mm-hmm. I was no longer married. So I did not want, and my mom and dad was trying to get me to go. I said, no, mama, I, I don't want to leave my children because if they turn out bad, it, I want them to turn out bad because I raised them. Because I know they wouldn't be with a quarter with my mom and daddy. So <laughs> <laughs> they would have been rotten. I mean, you know. So I stayed here. I chose to stay here. And the Lord blessed me with a job uh, working for Slits Brewery. Mm. I love that job. I dearly love that job. I worked there for five years. And they put me on midnight to eight. And I said, well, I'm not the one. Because I have young daughters. They were already latchkey kids. Mm-hmm. You know, and we had an alarm system. So I leave and put the alarm on. I know if the window went up. I know if the, the door was open. Uh, whatever. They thought it was terrible, but it worked. So mm-hmm. um, then the, the shift changed there and I had to find me another job. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I could not work uh, midnight to eight. So as I was driving down the road, down Interstate 20, I was praying, God, you have always been by my side. And I know you're not going to leave me now. I need a job. And he just led me straight to Commerce Street. And as I passed this refinery, I said, well, you know what? I think I'll go in and apply for a job here at La Gloria. Mm. So uh, I stopped in there, filled out an application, had an interview, had a great interview with this guy, Hugh Kenner. And uh, before I could get home good, he was calling me, offering me a job. So... I started to work for him. I said, well, I'm going to be off the rest of this week so I can rest. So I'll come Monday. So I started there that Monday. And 40 years later, I'm still there. Wow. Have you, been, have you ever told a story before? No, I've never told it before. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. That's my first time hearing how yep. you really even started at LaGloria. You know, cause you, yep. And for the people who's listening once again or watching... That man, she, you know, y'all heard, if y'all listened to the previous episode, y'all heard that my auntie, Aunt Brenda, is a hard worker. Okay, no doubt. That's, <laughs> if anything, you heard about that. It was, she worked hard. And I, if y'all listen to me as well, um, especially go back to season one. Excuse out the language in season one, by the way. Um, not really, but y'all know I'm grown. But either way, um, oh. I, I used to say that, man, we used to, we used to pass each other because... I saw you wake up so early. We both used to wake up. Um, I see you every single day you're going to work. Then you may work some parties. Then you have me help out with working parties. Um, then I had my part-time job at the school. So we, my senior year in high school, we barely saw each other. I used to say, yep. it used to be so weird. It used to like, we may talk for maybe 30 minutes or an hour because you used to go to sleep so early. And by the time yeah. I'm getting home, I, I, go, I, get, I get off of work, I go to the gym. And yeah. then by the time I get home, you sleep. But 
I get a lot of my um, work ethic from you, so I appreciate that. You know, I oh, think thank something you, son. That we need more of, but hearing the story how you started at La Gloria, and I'm telling you, you know, majority of not everybody loved it there. She was very energetic, and I even how I act at work. I, you know, I talk to everyone. I make sure to say good yeah. morning to everyone, even if they right. don't want to wish good morning. And that's right, right. That a lot of places need, you know. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm currently in human resources now, and it's a great benefit to have. So I, I, I give great thanks to you for that. And once again, we Aww. get right back to you. But thank you, Auntie. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome, son. Um, if you had a theme song, what would it be? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> my thing song I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor Gloria Gaynor alright I know that yeah All right. I, love, I like that alright mm-hmm. that is fitting that is she fitting. was my it was my theme song I mm. used to walk around the house singing it because mm. I, I need you know everybody need that little boost you know yes, and she gave me that little boost of energy to keep on keeping on Mm. Okay, other than all these children I had <laughs> <laughs> and I had one child that thought we were so rich when I went to the grocery store he'd call his buddies over and say well we're going to barbecue this weekend <laughs> and he he'd put the barbecue on and what I just bought from the grocery store he cook it up for them <laughs> I still do that to this day. What is that, do that, you that? really? Oh, man. You, if I was in Houston, man, we used to... But you got to understand, once again, going... Once again, this is still the makings of, um, of Brittany Simmons. Uh, some <laughs> some people may call her as BK, but I'm not calling her that. I'm just saying what her nickname may be. So I'm not calling her that. But, um, like, used to host a lot of parties. Used to have an event yeah. coming up. I'm telling you, it was such an. I love that. You know, it's yeah, easy to be so laid back. I never, you know, people never really argued at all. Mm-hmm. It was a good mm-hmm. time. No, so no organ. That's what I looked at as a good time. So that's what I still look at as a good time. When, yeah, because life together, too short. Yeah, we don't have to go. We don't have to go out nowhere. Pay all this and pay all that. Mm-mm. You know, it's nice to go out every now and then to a place. But yeah. when you have people you care about, friends, family, you could host an event with one another at home. That's that's a beautiful thing to have. So especially, yeah. And I'm showing you how good I can cook as well. That I think is a little bit of love in that. That's part of my, that's part of my culture. Yeah. So, again, so that I'm sorry. For um, my friends coming over eating up all your food. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Brandon, can I ever bring anything? I over? learned at a certain age. <laughs> uh, trust me, it was one day I had. You know, you when I played football, it was one day I had some folks over, and I'm like, wait a minute, all the food's gone. I was hungry. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. this is after I start working. That's what it was. So I'm like, y'all ate up all my. Stuff. It was. I had a bag of chips, and it was just that one bag of chips. I'm like, you didn't ate yeah. up all my chips like it ain't nothing. They ain't nah. We will cut all that. And see, you thought about it now. Oh, and I've been doing that pretty like that all the time. It's growth. It's understand you got grow. We understand we grow. We grow. Oh, but that's that's part of my makings of one more thing, Brandon. Do you remember mm-hmm. one more? And I didn't have. I always try to make you breakfast before you went to school because you. I oh. wanted your brain to be ready. I said you you can you see you don't have to make me breakfast every morning. I said, but son. You need to eat a good breakfast before you go out. So 
this particular morning, I did not have everything I wanted to make breakfast. I said, well, I just run up to McDonald's and grab something. So I went and got two sausage biscuits, put them on the table, because I was going to eat mine on the way to work. Mm-hmm. Well, when I took my shower and put my clothes on and came through, I said, hey, Brenda, where's all the sausage biscuit? And he like it was shot. They thought one man. I was a growing young man. <laughs> like, and, man and when, oh man. Where did you say that? Like I get I get in a I'm not the nicest person when I don't eat breakfast. And I'm like, wait, that's probably why. I'm like, yeah. hey, man, like I have to eat breakfast. I tell you can ask my wife. Yep. I have Me to eat too. breakfast now. Yep. It's like, Me man, too. I would be late for work. I would take my time, get some at least an eggs and some toast or something. <laughs> yeah, get that's something. Work. Okay, okay. Right. 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 Let's go to our next question. Because it gets you started. It, it does. It's, I it's mean, very you got, it gets your day started. That's the most important meal of the day because it breaks the fast. That's yes. why they call it breakfast. Breakfast. Go ahead, Auntie. Give them some knowledge. Yeah. Tell them something. What? <laughs> Tell them something. Yeah. Well, it is. All right. How would you define joy? Joy. Joy when you could get up in the morning and and thanking God for your blessings, what all he done for you. And, and I do. I get up in the morning and if I'm not saying it, I'm singing it. Mm. Thank you, God. Thank you for another day of life, health, and strength. And I remember I when Brandon was about to go, and you probably remember Brandon, you about to go off to college, and you talk, and then I found out I had cancer, mm-hmm. and I said, to "You, you said, oh, I'm not leaving you. I, I, I don't want to go. I can go to school here." I said, "No, no, 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 no. You're going on just like we planned. You're gonna, the going off to college. You're going to U of H. You've been accepted and everything, and you're going." Because I do want y'all to be able to take care of yourself because I'm not, it's not guaranteed that I'll be here forever. Mm-hmm. I said, but I want you to be able to take care of yourself. Yeah, you get you out of here. You gone. Oh, and yeah. then my my uh, um grocery bill went down a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw that in, you hey, know. I, I, no doubt, trust me. I mean, <laughs> man, but, I can, I can, man. Once again, I can just talk about when you first were driving me to Houston. Oh my yeah. god! I think that was something. Believe it or not, may have been a little impactful for you too, because me and that's kind of made me. Because I, I, I still look at you, but I really were you like a superwoman. You know that, and oh. when I tell you. And, and ain't nothing against you, okay? Because it yeah. was to a point where I realized, okay, she ain't she's super, but she ain't that super. Is when we <laughs> that traffic. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember I was because once again, me being a kid, being young. Yeah. I went, I went to sleep. I went to sleep in the car. I still go to sleep in the car. That's my thing. And I woke up, we was in the middle of an intersection, like in the middle of like, um, y'all know where you put, about to make an exit and mm-hmm. you got the lines, you know, the water, the little berries, whatever you call it. 
And yeah. I remember waking up, you parked right there and you was, you was free. You were scared. You were freaking, you got a little turned around and you didn't know. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, <laughs> oh. I'm scared. I'm worried about me. I, I saw you trying to stay strong and stay positive. I can tell you was worried. And that's all like, oh man, I'm going to have to step up. That was like one of the first moments I was like. That's how father was lost. You, you were lost. That's what I said. You got a little turned around. But you, you, was were, you were very lost. That's the, you were very lost. And do and I just remember on calls. When I get lost, they, they'll tell you I have a panic attack. And I don't like being lost either. Trust me. I absolutely understand that 100%. But that's my first time really seeing, okay, it's time to like step it up, Brandon. You know, that was another time in life to step it up. But that's something I remember as an impactful moment in my life as well. But yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, what privileges do you benefit from? Brandon, you know what? I'm losing my battery. Okay. My battery is going, my phone is hot. And I, I and my 20%, I tried to plug you in so I could get a little more juice. Mm-hmm. Um can you hold just a second? Let me see what I could do. No problem, y'all. Hey, we're about to have our quick commercial break. We'll be hold right on. back with just y'all in a moment. Just one second. Let me see if I could uh, put you on a, the telephone speaker. I was fine. Once again, y'all, we're about to have our quick. I've never done that before, but. We're about to have our quick commercial break. We'll be back with y'all in a moment. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. We are here again with the makings of my young Brenda, or we all may say the makings of Brenda Simmons. Um, so we're going to our next question here. And the question we have at the moment is, what privileges do you benefit from? Um, one of the privileges I benefit from is being able to uh File my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> taxes. Okay, well, you know you got some taxes, type of income. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, I need that little extra income. No. Okay. It's okay. not really. All right. Go on to our next question. This I benefit is... mostly from having a job that, uh, that I have insurance and mm-hmm. other in 401k and all those goodies, you know, that come along with it, having vacation. Mm. So that, that is what I benefit from. I just had to throw in the text message. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I understand where you're coming from from that. Trust me. If, you, if you're able to pay, to pay them, you know, you get some benefits yeah. from it as well. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. It's a give and take at times. I understand. Right, right. Okay. There's a, there's a little bit of a layered question here. So, if you could be okay. any animal, what animal would you be? I'll be a little um, Yorkie. A Yorkie? Okay. Well, Yorkie. Yorkie. Yorkie okay. If you couldn't be a Yorkie, what's the other animal you would be? I would be um hmm. I don't want to be no animal. Don't want to be no animal. <laughs> okay. What well, do you have a favorite animal then? Do I have a favorite animal? Uh dogs would be my favorite animal. If I really had to have a a favorite it, like I said, it would be a little still, dog. still be a Yorkie. Okay, okay. It still be a little dog. You still, you still working with? Okay, okay. We we'll, we we'll leave it. Unless you want me to be a lion, I can be a lioness. You know. 
Hey, this is once again, this is the makings of Brenda. You know, this is you. I'm like, I, I don't. You once again, you answer these questions. How you answer? Ain't no right or wrong with it. Right. And so, so you, so, so you kind of would go with the line. This for the second one. This is yeah. saying, but yeah. and this is the last one. Third one. I jumped from a from a puppy to a a, a, a growling lion. You know. Okay. Okay. So if you had a third one, this is the last one. What would okay. be a third animal that you would think of that you could be or that you like? Oh, why would you ask me those questions? That question like that. It's the same question we ask everyone that come <laughs> on the show. Same question. Not everyone. Um, so I guess I will be uh, a tiger. A tiger. Okay, okay. I'll be a tiger. The reason why we ask this question is it's a Russian personality test. Okay, it may not hold any weight, you know, but just the yeah, how you look yeah. At it. So right. the first animal represent um, that you may say is one that you want people to perceive you as. Oh, the, the, sweet. The second <laughs> one is what people actually see you as, and the third one is what, that. and the third one is actually what you are. So that's oh, how it comes I believe over. It. So that's how I can come off. So that's why we do it. You know, just a little okay, something. Okay, no problem. Okay. Um, if you could live in a bubble with no prejudice uh, or problems, would you do so? Yes. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Love it. Love it. Next question. What are you responsible for? I'm responsible for uh, myself, my mm-hmm. family, uh, my uh bills of course and uh that's it and and, and for my upkeep mm. okay okay love it love it next question we have who were and who are your role models number one was my mother mm-hmm. and my dad my older sister Winnie, she was definitely a role model. Mm. I learned so much from her. Excuse me. No, you're fine. Thank you. You know, it's once again, we, we any breaks. I, I usually say it, I usually at the beginning, you know, sometimes you get a little emotional here with the making of you because I, I've been there, you know, but it's all love and this this is you. So you mentioned your mother, your father, and your uh, elder sister. And uh, I, I was talking about our um, previous episode, well, uh, the, the beginning of this. How many years apart was um, your brother and my sister, older sister, you, uh, elder sister? Four years. They were four years apart. Wow. Okay. They were four years apart. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, someone asked me that question. I like. I need to get that definite answer. <laughs> yeah, when in Burrow was four years apart. Four years apart. Wow, wow. And if, Burrow was eight years from Gwen and I. Wow. Oof. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm seeing the picture now. It's all been painted for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you could start over in life, would you? Of course. Mm-hmm. Because okay. I made some mistakes along the way, mm-hmm. that if I had to do it again, those mistakes would be corrected. Okay, okay. 
right. I'll, I, would, I don't see. think I'd make the same one. All right. It is and once again, this is something that you share. Is there a particular age? Like you will go back to this age, or you would just go back to the very beginning, the whole rodeo. What age will I go back to? Nine. Mm-hmm. Nine. Okay. Nine, Nine years old. Nine years old. That was my favorite number. Really? Okay. Really. Learn something new again. Love this. I love this. I love this. How do you relax? I relax by listening to music, um, watching uh, movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the uh, Lifetime movies. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> Not particular Lifetime, but I like planting plants. As a matter of fact, I've been. Uh, I have a she shed. You do, and I've been just really enjoying. Uh, being out there and planting my flowers around it and, and seeing how I can make it better. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, yeah, I just love, I really have been relaxed doing that. Mm. It's been good for me. Yes. Yeah, so, um, on the on our previous episodes with the Simmons sisters, we talk about your relationship with the, your yard. And, yeah. and several times we shouted out Tony Terrell. Um, so. Yes, yes, he knows about that. Yes, okay, we love it. All right, next question. When in your life did you realize you were different? In my life, I realized I was different. Mm-hmm. I think I still realize that I'm different to the day. You I say- mean, I think I'm just uh, normal. Uh, no different than any other uh, person in, in my family because we all pretty much alike uh, mm-hmm. as far as uh, attitudes, uh, personalities, really. I think my, my family all have pretty much the same personality. Maybe some is more aggressive than others, mm-hmm. but if if you just check the bloodline going down, we're all pretty much I like. I was saying last night, it was like, it's the listening to your episode and uh, well, not even listening, just recording, you know, having this opportunity yeah. to sit down and speak with you in this intimate time. And like, I'm seeing the, the, the cycle of life, how like, yeah. man, this has happened before. And I just find it yeah. so unique and I, I love it. Um, okay, we jumped on next question. Who are three people in your life that you know that trust you? I got four people in my life that I name, know. Them. Go ahead, name them all if you want to. Okay. Uh, my daughter Tanya, mm-hmm. Shade, mm-hmm. Angela, and Brandon. Okay, you're here right there. All right. <laughs> right. I I know my kids trust me. They know I won't lead them astray. I tell you, you got you more people than I, us as well. Trust me. Well, yeah, I got more than y'all, but you tell me I can name everybody. Well, you at, have time? at least three. You can, you can, you can name a whole lot of folks, and we, we're gonna talk about that on another episode. I, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they, but I know my children trust me. 
because you know i want to talk about later on our next episode when we come back and really talk about the topics i really want to touch on about community and on our previous episode i don't know if you had a chance to listen but we really spoke about how i i really emphasize north confederate and how as a man people to take it for granted what type of community that is but we will get back to that later yeah. we'll get back to that later. <laughs> we really okay. are um what is a quote that you live by a quote that i live by mm-hmm. trying to think i have several quotes Brandon. I, I, I know. I remember um, being around the house and I used to see, <laughs> I, I used to sit down and just read and try to understand what these quotes around the house meant, you know, from the restrooms, yeah. all over the back room, you name it. It was just, yeah. just little subtle things that were around. Yeah. Uh, ooh. I always say just pray. Mm. You know, uh, that has gotten me through so much. I mean, I, you may not call it a quote, but I no, do. It's a quote. <laughs> you know, it's a, you know, I, I just pray. I have prayed my way up out of so many situations, and God, I always answer prayers. It might not come when I want it, but it's always on time. And that's the main quote. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um. <sighs> It's amazing that, um, you know, your daughter-in-law and myself was just praying together and we was talking about just preparing ourselves for the answers of the prayers, you know? Yeah. And, and, and when he answers your question, don't take it for granted. Just just continue for you to, that's what I pray for, you know, everything in culture, continue, you, to, continue right. to bless me for whatever's going to come with it. You already blessed me with the opportunity to do this and when I get to that the prayer that I'm asking for, continue to bless me for it further because make sure I'm prepared yes. for it. So, and when you're praying for it, you pray that it that it, it's, it's coming. It's gonna come your way. Mm-hmm. And you you just gonna be praying to be praying. You just know God is gonna bless you in that prayer. Yes, ma'am. One way or the other. Okay. Well, I got to be. More I guess you know there. I was. By the way, I talked. I was raised coaching. Man, and, ooh, once again, I was, I was telling um, Afton, Mrs. D713, uh, I like, man, I did not know Grandma and Grandpa was, you know, had two different um, churches. You know, churches. And mm-hmm. I'm like, but yeah. in my ground, I'm like, okay, it made sense, though. It made sense, but okay. Yeah. Okay. This is my favorite question. Well, my daddy supported my mother's church in a big way. Yes. I'm sure growing up, you remember that. Yes. Oh, I know. Like, I so mean, I he was my... always there at every event that church had. Because they had a really small membership. Like, uh, mm-hmm. maybe they had 12 or 15. It wasn't too many members over that. And that's not counting the children. Correct, correct, That's you know, excluding the children. And once again, it ain't about the makings of me right now. But I like that's something that made me who I am as well. And I would not look yeah. for a church or a place of worship. Um, we got a, about three more questions. All right. That's fine. The next one is my favorite question. And that is, what, if you had the, your big shebang, your best meal, if anybody could prepare this meal for you and whatever you want it to be, what would be the meal and who would make it for you? No matter who it could be. Oh, wow. 
the person that would make my meal is already gone. Hey, they can, you can bring anybody back. Who it would be my mama. Mm. My mother could cook anything. She was the best cook to me. And I enjoyed learning from her, learning how to cook from her. Uh, her cornbread dressing, her ham, her uh, salads, and she would make multiple salads. Okay. And uh, my dad would get on the barbecue pit and he would barbecue. So, and everybody would come to our home uh, growing up, when we were growing up for different holidays, because they know that we're going to be a feast. Because so mom and dad would, they cooked up everything that got in the way. Mm. And it was it was fit to eat. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, okay. What is your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday is Christmas. Okay, okay. Has there been a favorite? Well, uh, enjoy the. Excuse me. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, we we're all uh, except for this year. We've always gathered at my nephew Rodney, who is the eldest of of the. Uh, Nephews, mm-hmm. uh, all the grandchildren of yeah, Estelle and JD Johnson. Of my first cousins, and, he's the eldest. Yes, yes, he picked up from his mom. His mom did that. My sister Winnie, she would every year at Christmas Eve, she would host the Christmas dinner at her house, mm-hmm. and everybody would bring. Uh, the we we usually uh, drew names at because the family was so big at Thanksgiving time, and we'd bring the gifts that we, uh, for the person that we had pulled the name for. Mm-hmm. And we would just have so much fun there eating, I mean, food galore. We didn't run out of anything. And the kids would just look forward to it. They, The kids would, matter of fact, start in August, <laughs> getting ready for the big deal at Uncle Rod or Aunt Winnie's. And say that. Do you have a favorite year, a favorite Christmas that you can think of, like that's memorable? Memorable Christmas? No, I don't, Brendan, because all of my Christmases have been memorable. All right, all right, I love it. You know, all of our Christmases have been just great from childhood up. Wow. My parents made sure we had. Dolls and plenty other Christmas, and and my dad would act like he was Santa Claus, and uh, he'd trick us. He they'd hide our toys, but the worst disappointment was when we found out Christmas one year, and we couldn't let them know. We oh Lord, it was awful. Now, we hated we found it. <laughs> I gotta ask this question Gwen, here. My twin Gwen would always. <laughs> the one that, that finds stuff and says, y'all come, come here, let me show y'all. So she don't want to sneak through everything. She was oh, the one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was the one. She was the one. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll go ahead. She I'll... messed our Christmas up. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be all right. We were I... excited, but we had to act like we didn't. That was our first time seeing it. <laughs> Okay, I got I got a question now. I got a question. Okay. This is coming. This is something been y'all got me in the out in these streets looking crazy because I've been thinking it's like half my life. 
who came up with the idea or to tell the kids that Santa Claus will put salt and pepper in your eyes if you saw him? Where did that come from? <laughs> I never heard that one, Brandy. You never? Oh, my God. To be I, very honest, I've never heard Santa Claus would sprinkle salt and pepper in your eyes. I, I, okay, I got to ask around more for that one because... Yeah, I, you got to hit somebody else up on that one. <laughs> I, I don't know. That may have came from my daddy's side. No, nah, because Avery knew about it, too. Avery knew about it, too. You Dad. probably told him. <laughs> now, when I tell you, I used to keep my eyes so. Cause I remember being in Unweeny House. I, I remember being at Unweeny House, and somebody was, you know, we used to be in the back playing, you know, the night before. You the kids right. sleep, y'all trying to set up the gifts and everything. Yeah. And I remember somebody was trying to stomp around, talking about ho, ho, ho. Man, I'm talking about, I was, you know, he was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 used to tell, I used to be scared of Santa Claus. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. But let's get back to it. Back to it. we got two more questions, and our um, the first of the last two is: How would you want to be remembered? How would I want to be remembered? Yes. A loving, caring person, a giving. Because that is my biggest problem. There is the giving. <laughs> Even my mom. I don't have nobody to go to. Uh, if I ever need anything and ask my mom, she said, well, let me check with my dad. Let me check with, you know, your dad. And, and then I'll get back to you and let you know. Well, when my kids come to me and ask me for something, I don't even think. And I should. I just do. Yeah. You know, I... I've always been, I didn't never want them to want for anything. And that's not a good thing. They need to to be on their own. <laughs> and you know, for something. That's the, <laughs> you know, this is a Sunday when we're recording. You know, we do our live Facebook and YouTube. Yeah. That's the conversation for tonight. How do you uh, how do you parent an adult? <laughs> that's the, that is the conversation. That's so unique. Because how you parent an adult. It's- you know, it's really like say, it was, it's hard for me to say no to them. They have to be, they have to really have messed up with me for me to say no. Mm-hmm. If I say no, they they, don't, they can cut it out. They know it's no use in asking anymore because that's mm-hmm. it. Understand, understand. Okay, okay. And the last question we have here, and once again, thank you so much for coming on, taking your time and sharing oh, your God. your life, your experiences, your stories God. with us. It really means a lot. Um, you know, hopefully to all our listeners and our viewers, but especially means a lot to me, and I know it means a lot to our family as well. Um, the last question: What if you can call three people to speak with? Who would those three people be? Just to have a conversation with. If they did or not, that is like yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I want to get because we want to go who you who you value. You know, you gave us. Yeah. You know. Number one, if I could call, it'd be my sister Winnie, mm. my oldest sister Winnie, my twin sister Gwen, because I love them so much, and my brother Burl, I love them. My brother would just make my day. <laughs> Quit, Brandon. He would <laughs> tell me anything. 
him. I don't care how goofy it was. He'd make my day. I don't care how down I was. He would lift you up. Because, you know, he had no filter. At all. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I was saying. Just loving. The people that I would just call up right now, I can't call them up right now. Mm, you know what I mean? But absolutely. you want to know who I can call up right now. And once again, I appreciate you for sharing. Um, thank <laughs> so, you, thank you. Trust me, I would like to I, be on I the line call, with them as well. <laughs> I would call Brandon. I know it. I would call Brandon, Shanae, and Angela because they make my day as well. Love it, love it. Thank you, Auntie. Yes. And that last question is, what changes or what changes you would like to make to your culture or to your people? Oh, I would like everybody to be more loving and more kind to one another and cut out all of this animosity toward one another and and let there be peace because it is hard putting on TVs and see all of these killings and schools and uh policemen mistreat, you know, they are to protect and serve. They are not supposed to make the news and they are making the news. And one episode that happened the other day and I, I'm still in shock that the um, policeman mm -hmm. that took the lives of the young man down there with his kneeling on his knee, George Floyd, they came back three for three, and I'm still in shock because I had prayed all day. Lord, don't let it be a hung jury. Mm -hmm. Don't let there be any distinct between the any any. Just let them all be on as one McCoy. on this. And they came. Then they got together and they came back as one. Now we gotta listen to the judge. Mm -hmm. And oh. I hope and pray that the judge handled it right. Well, like you said, your quote, just pray. That's what you got to right. do. Man. Ooh. And, you know, there y'all have it. You know, I, I, we can have a whole conversation with that right there. And um, once again, I'm going to thank my Brenda. Y'all will hear her back soon um, with the good work that she's doing and here with some other family members as well and maybe some other topics because I may bring on some other members of MJ Scott that I'm thinking about and we're going to talk about the great MJ yeah. Scott High School in Tyler, Texas. Um, yes. Because was that, that's, that was, was a culture great. right there. That was a, Yeah, that was and a my culture. parents saw that we were part of it. Mm. And, we, and we don't see that much. We don't have that on the high school level so much any longer. So no. um, I would love we I would love to have that conversation. But man, but right when she said right there is something that in her life that auntie's been living that she's seeing changes. And I want to you know some things I I compared the George Floyd um well the the trial of Derek Chauvin the guilty verdicts for him. I didn't I haven't right. had a feeling like that since Obama won. Right. Something that right. I didn't expect to happen. I like I've never seen that happen before. Mm. And it, it was historical. No. Especially for for historical. our culture. For our culture. I agree. And unfortunately we don't want to like with um it wasn't it wasn't Al was it Al yeah it was Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton, yes. 
that he said we never want to see somebody we would rather have george here living with us but right this is a win that we have to go with that justice is finally being served. So I would like to, you know, you know, we're going to end it right there, but want to say thank you all. We appreciate y'all for listening. Make sure to check us out on our other episodes and everything on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google, as well as audible through Amazon. Um, if you like to follow us on Instagram, um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, uh, anywhere else you just type in everything culture and that's a thing with an A. Um, we'll love to have you interact with us and meet meet up with us on Sunday. We go live every Sunday at 745 on with well, 730 on Zoom. Join us. Find the, the links and stuff are not hard to, you know, hard to find. But we do appreciate you all listening and want to thank you all. And God bless. Peace. Okay.